Break the Cycle with DSD, episode number 21. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash DSD and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs, download a title free, and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash DSD. The information in this show is my opinion and for informational and educational purposes only. Please consult a medical or psychological professional before making any changes that could affect your mental health. Hey guys, we are joined today again with Debbie Mirza, who uh, we had talked to a few, uh, God, probably a few months ago. So she has some updates. So I was chatting with her the other day and uh, said, you know, you should come back on and we could talk about what you have going on and let everybody know what new and, uh, and updated things you have. So um, guys, welcome Debbie to the show. Debbie, welcome to, uh, to, to the channel, to the podcast. How are you doing? Thank you, Dwayne. I always enjoy talking to you. I'm doing really well. Thank you. So since the last time we, we spoke, a few things have come up. One thing is actually, I just have to throw this out here. It's kind of interesting because I was like, you know what? I would really love to do a voiceover for an audiobook. So I, I reached out to, to, to Debbie and I said, hey, do you need anybody to do, uh, do an audiobook? And I'll tell you what. So what's your latest release that you have coming out? <laughs> My audiobook. <laughs> Yeah, that was know, That was awesome. Yeah, I know. I appreciated the offer, and you would have been great. I felt. I think I feel so close to this book. My heart oh, yeah. is so wrapped up in it that I was like, okay, I want to be the one that. No, that's cool. It, I, it was and, perfect. I was just like, my thing was, is I, I know some people don't like to do it or whatever, and it was something that I wanted to do, and I was like, hey. But uh, yeah, guys, so she she recorded an audiobook and it's out. It's out now. I think I, I have it. I just haven't listened to it yet. So where can you get that audiobook now, right now at? So you can get that on audible.com um, or Amazon or iTunes. That's where it's available. Ooh, and iTunes. I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah. So yeah. I, I got I got your uh, um I got it through Audible. So um like okay. I said, it's sitting there. So I just have to the next time I'm driving, which might be later today, I can uh, I can listen to it. So how has the response on that been? Have you gotten any feedback on it? It's been amazing. And honestly, the reviews have been incredible on Audible that I like cry every time. That's awesome. I read them. Yeah, I'm so touched. I really wanted to. Well, first, I get bummed when I look up audiobooks and the author didn't do it because there's something about the author. No one can do it like them, you know. And um, it is an incredibly challenging process, but I'm really glad I did it because, and I had to stop many times because I just start crying because <laughs> I feel so much just like when I was writing it I was I was continuously aware of the the reader you know reading this and I knew um I know what this process is like and I know how painful it is and I know how unearthing it is you know it just turns your world upside down yeah so yeah so I did a, many 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 retakes um to get it right and to not be, you know, sobbing my way through <laughs> so you could actually hear the words. But I'm really excited for people to really hear and feel the heart behind it. I think it's going to be such a support. You know, I think when you hear someone speaking these words, it, it makes it really digestible and you feel nurtured, you know, yeah. as you're getting this information that's a lot to to get, especially when you're first discovering things you didn't know. 
Yeah, I, I hear you on that. I, I really personally um, like audiobooks even better. And you're right. And, and when the author does it, it's it's they're so much better. So I'm glad you I'm, I'm glad you turned down my offer, to be honest. <laughs> Um, but it was just, it was a funny story just when, when that happened. So, uh, and so guys definitely check that out. And, uh, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's awesome. But before the show, we were talking about that you actually, and I, and we might've mentioned it in the original podcast, but you have another book out that, uh, that not as many people know about, right? I mean, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to. Yeah. It's called the safest place possible. Becoming Who You're Meant to Be. And really, um, it's a book about healing. You know, basically, once you've discovered the stuff and you've gotten all the information and you're starting to see clearly, but still confused and you're exhausted and you're fearful about your future and you don't know how to heal from this, you know. And so it's really part memoir, part self-help. I tell a lot of my own journey of healing and how I did that. I went through um, a lot of, well, it was like a year of, I've got to focus on myself. I've got to change the way I treat myself. I've got to change the way I think about certain things, you know, because I just couldn't function in life. And um, I was really led to different exercises that changed, um, how I relate to myself, how I deal with emotions. Um, I also, there's actually 21 exercises in the book. So it's a really helpful, practical guide to, to healing. Um, there's also a workbook that you can get with it for like a few more dollars. Um, that's really helpful. If you, if you're a person who, wants to understand and also wants to heal and move forward. And, and you recognize, you know, I was coaching a woman yesterday, in fact, and she said, what's going to happen from here? You know, she's just discovering this. She's overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. She has young kids, you know, what do I do? Do I leave him? Do I stay? You know, she's just so overwhelmed. And I said, one thing you need to know is this is actually your hero's journey. You know, and then we both cried. <laughs> um, but that's the truth of it. Like, yeah. if if you're that person that is want really wants to heal and be free, this ultimately will be the making of you. You know, and because this stuff starts in childhood, and then that sets up uh, sets us up perfectly for these type of people. And a lot of us are very empathic and nurturing and big-hearted people you know, that get taken advantage of and we don't see it happening, especially, you know, the more covert they are. Um, so this is, it's a really beautiful book. My, my book about covert narcissism is so needed and gives you that information you need, but it's, it's a lot, you know, it's a heavy, it's a heavy topic. Um, the safest place possible is kind of like a hug. (laughs) It's a very nurturing, let me hold your hand and hold you through this process and give you exercises that will radically change the way you are with yourself. Cause we hear a lot about self-love. What does that look like? So this yeah. book walks you through basically how to do that. Uh, that's amazing. I it's, I just made a video the other day. I think it published um, the day before we re- recorded this talking about, you know, my next 
talking more about your next relationship also being an arc, bringing another one into it. And I talk a lot about mm-hmm. what you're talking about. I didn't realize I, I, I had, I'm going to have to check your book out because that actually sounds perfect. Um, you know, I mean, that's what people need. They need something to, mm-hmm. to help them kind of walk through that journey. I mean, I, I get the quote, co- you know, your covert, um, passive aggressive narcissist book is, is kind of like, okay, this is what it is, right? It's the validation of, mm-hmm. of, of, of the term and what you're dealing with and, and, and the process of it. But that other, with your other book, the safest place possible sounds phenomenal just because you need that other half of that to get you through it. I mean, one of the books I recommend a lot is uh, rebuilding when your relationship ends and it's kind of a workbook thing. Um, but, and it was really beneficial for me because it kind of walked through it, but I've been looking for another, um, resource, right? Because everything, you know, people connect to things differently and, and, mm-hmm. you know, there needs to be more than one, right? So I'll definitely right. have to check that out. Are you going to do an audio book on your safest place possible too, or, or not? I really want to, I've had a lot of requests, you know, yeah, okay. a lot of YouTube comments, please, please do the audio. So at some point okay. I will definitely do that. I'd love to, that would be right. a great one to listen to too. Yeah, I'll put a, I'll put a link to all your stuff in the show notes um, and in the description. Um, if I actually get this to YouTube this time. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to have to order that after we, we get done with this because that's, uh, that's, man, that is so needed, you know, and, and and just, just to have that, that walk through, I mean, I know we do a lot of this with our channels and your channel and your book and stuff, but, um, you know, I think, I think a book also, I mean, it's another, it's another resource that people can use and that's great. Um, now when did that one come out? That came out what, like a year before your other one? Yeah, it was about a year before. In fact, I've often thought a lot of people reach out to me and say, hey, I'm thinking of starting a meetup group, you know, a support group. How do you do this? And I thought this, that would actually be a great resource for a support group. You know, if you're in one or you want to start one, because you can get that little workbook and have it, you know, and it's not, it's, you know, cheap. (laughs) And so um, if you have a group, that would be a great thing to go through, you know, 21 uh, over a course of 21 weeks or something, you could go through each exercise and share your experience with everyone. I think that would be a great guide for people that are looking for a guide. You know, it's so amazing the resources that are available. I mean, I, I think back on, you know, 10, 15, you know, 20 years ago, there were no resources. I mean, you would cry mm-hmm. on your friend's shoulder or, you know, um, are typically like, I mean, I guess for guys, it's kind of like your friends would say, suck it up. I mean, there wasn't mm-hmm. a lot of uh, understanding and you just kind of had to muscle your way through it and you can get some success that way. But that is such an incredibly painful way to, to, to traverse this nightmare. Um, and then you're just at the mercy of if you happen to guess correctly to do the right things to help you. And if you guess wrong, you could end up in a whole nother toxic relationship. Oh, it's true. Cause so not all resources, resources out there are helpful and some can injure oh, yeah. even more. I've talked to so many people that have had such damaging times with therapists or even support groups. I started going to support group and the leader was a narcissist. <laughs> Like, wow, we ended up, you know, booting him out. But that was, you know, alarming, especially when you're in the most vulnerable part of your healing. So, yeah, it's it's crucial what you choose. And like everything else that we're learning, listen to your body, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and trust that. I'm glad you brought up the the thing with the therapist, because I think it's I think it's an important thing. I, and, and neither one of us, everybody is 
you know, saying therapy is bad or our therapists are wrong, mm-hmm. but you need the right therapist. You need somebody who understands this, that you can relate to that can actually help you. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of therapists do not really understand uh, narcissistic emotional abuse. And if they follow their, their normal moda- uh, modes, modologies, or whatever the right word is, um, it can be more triggering and more damaging and not be helpful. Yeah, because the thing to understand, and I should, Dwayne, before we keep going, something with QuickTime popped up. There's not enough available space to continue the file writing. Make <laughs> so room just by deleting. <laughs> yeah, just is that okay? It. Yeah, that's fine. Just ignore. That's okay, not, not good, but fine. <laughs> okay, so this is mixed minute. I don't know. It's, whatever. Don't worry about it. Well, I'll either okay. leave it in or not. It'll be it'll be an Easter egg. Okay. Great. Anyways, you were talking about therapists <laughs> and stuff. Okay. So with therapists, the thing to understand that they actually, um, I actually, my best friend's going through her master's degree right now to become awesome. a therapist. So that's been, um, validated talking to her. She said, you're right, Debbie. There's no, we, we don't get any training on this. We get like 10 minutes on narcissism, but nothing about covert narcissism. So it's not like you said, not like therapists are bad. They're incredibly good hearted therapists, but they just haven't been trained. So it's really, go ahead. I just wanted to say, I just want to hit a point that you said in her schooling, you said 10 minutes, right? You said 10 minutes on narcissism. I mean, so even, even, and nothing on covert, but even that, I mean, there's no, there's, they're not being trained on this. And part of the problem, as I understand it from talking to Debbie, my girlfriend, who's getting this process as well, um, it's a billing issue too. You, you, you know, when they go down the list, mm-hmm. there isn't a like, okay, I'm dealing with narcissistic abuse or I'm dealing with a co- you know, a cluster B. Mm-hmm. It's not billable. So it's not even something that they're looking at. It's like they have to go through everything else before they dive down into that. I, mm-hmm. I hope that changes, but that's that. I mean, I think, I think a lot of problems are associated with, with these, with, with narcissistic t- abuse effectively. Mm-hmm. And, and they're not hitting it enough to really help people. I'm sorry, I didn't interrupt you, but I mean, it's just, I wanted to hit that because I think most of us think that somebody who goes through six years of school, because you have to, before you guys can be a therapist, or before someone can be a licensed therapist, they have to get their bachelor's and they have to go to get a master's program. Mm-hmm. So six mm-hmm. years of school at the minimum. And then at least in California, I don't know about other states, you have to get, it's like 3000 hours of supervised hours before you can actually test to get your license to be, you know, to hang your shingle up and say, I mean, it's a tremendous amount of, uh, of work and 10 minutes on narcissism. Yeah. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. And I should say, I don't know if that's kind of me just making a point. I don't know if it's exactly 10 minutes, but uh, she basically said they learn what's, what's in the DSM five. It used to be the DSM four. Now it's the DSM five right. and just the basic things. So that's, you know, I, I talked to a woman who's been going to a therapist and I hear this so often that they focus on, well, let's focus on you. You don't want to blame other people. Let's talk about communication and let's, you know, the whole, um, so yeah, I don't know if it's exactly 10 minutes, but it's just the basics. And, um, a lot of times one woman went to three different therapists over 15 years when she was in this abusive relationship and they just worked. I said, what did you talk about? She said, we just worked on communication. They thought I had issues. And if I just communicated better. So then once again, you're already being devalued and demeaned and your self image is this 
low and to have then a therapist that you think, oh, this person knows more than me because they've been to all this schooling. Right. And then after three or 15 years, she went to a fourth therapist. And within 15 minutes, the therapist said, you're in an abusive relationship. We need to get you out. So that's what saved her. So yeah, I would be really, I'd interview therapists before you hire them. And Absolutely. Ask, yeah. What do you know about narcissism? What do you know about covert narcissism? A lot of my clients will bring my book into their therapist. Please read this. <laughs> That's actually <laughs> you know, good though. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, and you know, I, I can, I mean, I think we talked about this before, but I'll just mention it again. When my kids were, when I learned about narcissistic personality disorder and that, that whole thing, um, I had mentioned it to my kids therapist and because, you know, my therapist is the one who kind of basically said, hey, you might be dealing with this, you know, no diagnosis, you know, she wasn't diagnosing my ex, she was just saying, hey, from, you know, dealing with you for a couple of years, and listen, you know, your story, this seems like it could be a potential. And I know she did that to throw me a bone, because I was just circling the toilet bowl. But when I went and I mentioned that, or, you know, I was having a conversation with the kids therapist and, and something the ex had done. Um, she's like, wow, why do you think she did it? And I, you know, I just went, blah, 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 blah. you know, I'm like covert narcissist or, you know, NPD border, you know, blah, 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 blah. And she just kind of looked at me like I grew a third head. <laughs> and I thought initially, I thought she was just being, you know, I don't know, coy. But later she said, you know, um, I took a course on narcissistic abuse and NPD. And I'm like, you, are you kidding me? I mean, I was like, seriously? And uh, yeah, so I mean, but I mean, the good part is, is I mentioned it and I, and she was colleagues with my therapist. I'm like, look, talk to my therapist, you know, f you know, whatever. And as a result of that, she went and took a workshop. I think it was a workshop or something that yeah. on it. And uh, yeah, I mean, I just, in a million years, I would have never thought that, a, that, that a therapist wouldn't know about, about this issue. I figured it's like common knowledge that they would hold the, you know, they would hold all the keys. I was really fortunate that my therapist was spe uh, specialized in trauma, abuse, and PTSD. So she understood what was going on better and was able to help guide me to finally, uh, you know, start digging out of that hole. It's just, it's amazing. It's just amazing the, the lack of knowledge in, on this area. Yeah. And it, and it really is, I think a newer thing, like you were saying before, this is new information we're getting just over the last I mean, especially a few years, but I yeah. would say the last 10 years, I mean, this is just something that wasn't talked about for so long and, and not seen. And, and I do think it's on the rise too, you know, so I'm really happy. I'm really happy my book's out there and so many resources are out there for people um, to help get clear. Yeah. And your book's phenomenal. I mean, I think, and, and the fact that you have uh, your your client coaching clients and whatnot, sharing it with their therapist, I think is, is a really good thing. Um, yeah. And it seems like there's kind of an awakening, you know, I mean, it's, it's weird because it seems like there's more people opening up their mind and, and seeing what's going on. And also people going down, you know, like the, the dark path, I guess it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a really weird time. Do you notice that too? I really do notice that. I love how you put it. It's true. It's like this it feels like narcissism's getting worse. And at the same time, there are people waking up all over and waking up quite quickly, I would yeah. say, you know? Yeah. And, and really, I think, you know, I think in many ways, the healers, the empaths, the kind hearted people have been 
silenced for a long time. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I feel a rising, you know, a strengthening in, in people like us. Um, that's really powerful. So yeah, I, I feel that too. Yeah. It's an amazing time. And to, to come up on something else, I know another thing that you wanted to mention, uh, talking about healing and talking about ways to, to deal with this is you just completed and are releasing, I think today, um, on when this, when this episode airs a new course. So can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, I'm really excited about that. I, this is my first online course I've ever done. I do have a couple in mind that I'm going to add to it in the next couple of months. Um, but this is a healing and clarity online course. It's a six-week course that you can find on my website, which is just my name, debbiemerza.com. And um, what I did with this, I was trying to think of the needs. You know, when someone is just finding this out and they're wanting clarity and they're wanting healing. So I kind of, I did a, um, it's really self-paced. So you can do it over six weeks or you can choose your own timeline, whatever works for you. And I have basically six exercises you do that, that target three parts of your journey. So the first couple have to do with clarity, you know, because at first it's like, what is the truth? What's yeah. the truth about this person? What's even the truth about me? I don't even know myself anymore. I feel like I've completely lost who I am. I'm believing all these things I've heard from this toxic person. So the first two exercises deal with that, helping you get clear on the narcissist and on you. And then the next few deal with self-love. And how do you rebuild? Because, I mean, the truth is we get into these relationships because this behavior was modeled usually in childhood. You know, so we're, and also we have, gotten beliefs about our own worth. And so we unconsciously don't believe we deserve any better. Right. So that's part of the healing is to be the love that you need and change, really heal that relationship with yourself. And so that's what the next few exercises deal with. And then the final one makes me so happy because when you have left people like this, you're filled with fear and anxiety about your future oftentimes. And um, also money can be an issue for people and that's really fearful and lots of anxiety there. And we've been taught whether this was a parent or a spouse or a partner, we've been so inundated with the message that you can't do it without me, you know, yeah. So that's brings up fear. So the final exercise is looking towards your future. And it's a really um, great exercise to do to help rediscover what lights you up, what brings you joy and to um, help with that. So yeah, that's the course. That I'm really awesome. excited about it. It's, it's affordable. It's less than half of what I charge for coaching. So it's, you get a lot in um, a six week course. So that is great. But yeah. I, I mean, and just going back to what we were talking about earlier, I mean, again, that video I was talking about, I just made, I mean, that's another thing that I was talking about is, you know, you have to learn to love yourself. I mean, until you, mm -hmm. until you can basically self-validate your own emotions and your own self-worth, if you're putting that on someone else, or you're, you're basically saying, okay, this other person, you are the one who is going to validate my self-worth. 
it's a dangerous, right? You have to be able to, to, to do that on your own because if you can't, then somebody who is abusive, you, you, you can't create good boundaries if you don't love yourself. Right. I mean, it's like, you you have to be able to say, okay, this is a deal breaker. I'm, this is unacceptable. I'm not going to make excuses for it. I'm not going, you know, you may not be disordered or not, but this is not appropriate. And I'm okay if I'm by, if I'm by myself, you know, it's like allow people into your life because you want them there, but you don't need them there. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, oftentimes we can hear self-love and think like, oh, well, that's not going to do much because <laughs> it just doesn't sound like yeah. that, like strong and powerful. It is. Um, but it is. The, I mean, the truth of it is the more you love yourself, you get used to that treatment and then yeah. it's easier to see false love. Yeah. You know, when someone treats, starts treating you in a way that's not right, you notice it more because now you've gotten used to over time. Yeah. Wait, I know what love feels like now. I know what it should look like. And that's not what this feels like. And I have now learned that I'm worthy of this and I'm really liking this <laughs> yeah. you know, instead of this false toxic love. So it's, it's powerful. It's, I think it's one of the most powerful things we can do. That is amazing. That's great. I'm looking forward to, uh, to, to checking your course out because that, you know, I mean, it, all this stuff is empowering to people. I mean, it's it, like you mm-hmm. said, I mean, you say, oh, you know, it's all about self-love, right? I mean, it can seem so right. woo and it can seem, I mean, I can see how somebody in the middle of this can be just like, well, that's, that's crap. But it's like, it, here's the thing that's really, I find amazing. And I'm curious to hear what you think on this is I think most of the answers on this, on everything we're dealing with are incredibly simple. It's like once you peel off all the garbage and all the, all the extra weight and all the childhood trauma and, and whatever it is. It, and you just let everything calm down. It, the answers are simple. It's, you know, like, you know, you, and, and I know I, when I get the whole thing, you know, self-love sounds weird, right? It's like, well, of course I love myself. Well, no, most people don't, right? Most people yeah. don't think that, okay, I'm not worthy. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta please other people or I, I'm, you know, I have to do these other things. And it's like, there's a balance. I mean, it's not saying that, you know, I mean, everything, you know, it's just me, me, me. I mean, it's not that, but it's just, it is such a, a powerful concept. And once you really embrace it and it takes time, I mean, it's not one of those, it's a simple concept, but it's not simple to do. That's why, I mean, you have a six week course on it mm-hmm. because it takes time to reprogram basically mm-hmm. your mind so that you, you understand it. I mean, it's just phenomenal. I mean, um, I can't wait to hear what, uh, what your clients or what do you call it? Whenever someone buys a car, your course takers, uh, yeah. <laughs> get to, get to use it and start giving feedback on it. And I'll put links to that in the, in the show notes and the description as well. Yeah. Thank you. I'm really excited for people to have that too. And, and like you said, it's, it's developing habits and that's why I did a six week thing yeah. with each, because I wanted, I want to establish habits, you know, yeah. help people establish habits because that's, what's life changing. Cause like you said, the concepts are simple, you know, self-love, but yeah. it does take effort and reprogramming because we really have been conditioned and programmed to think certain ways about ourselves, about the world. And, and we see ourselves in the world through these paradigms that we were raised with through what we've experienced in these relationships. And, so yeah, it, it takes time. And, and that, that was the reason for it. You know, it's a course I suppose you could do in six days, but to really get the benefit out of it, you know, to do that exercise every day for a week 
is, is yeah. going to change your life. It, it's yeah. And I, and I'm just to dovetail on that. I mean, and, and one of my, I have a playlist for, for helping people in the beginning of this, but, but two of the main concepts that I, that I promote is what I call absolute thinking, which kind of helps you validate what you're doing. But I talk about the fact that it takes time, you know, it, it, it takes a month or so for it to really click. And that's what you're talking about. I mean, and, and having, and I think the idea of a course is even better than just a YouTube video because it's more structured. There's a, mm-hmm. you know, a path to follow and, you know, exercise. I mean, it's, it's more like, okay, so I can take, and I'm sure this is, I don't, I'm, I'm sure this is the way it works. I'm not completely sure. So I'll ask a question, but I imagine I could take that module and then come back the next day or three days later and then run through it again, you know, mm-hmm. and, and just use it to try to remind, remind myself um, what's going on. And your, your point about that, that repetition and that time to do it is so, so critical. And it takes time mm-hmm. to do that, to really start to see results. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And a lot of these things I literally do every day. I've incorporated yeah. these practices because I've seen how life-changing it is. You know, yeah. I've seen, I've dramatically changed and, you know, honestly, self-love will take years off your life. I've had people literally look 10 years younger after doing these things for, you know, a while because it changes how it changes your cells. It changes everything. Well, when you're under constant stress, that weighs down on you. I mean, and Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I mean, I can, I can feel that in my own self whenever I'm tense or stressed about something it just, it has a, a cumulative negative effect, but whenever you mm-hmm. can t- take a, 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 an objective view at what's going on, um, it, it, I mean, like I, in my situation, and I'm just, I've talked about this on my channel, but, uh, you know, I was told, uh, you know, new year's Eve that I may have to move and 10 or, you know, four or five years ago, I would have been an emotional wreck because of this. Mm-hmm. And although there's uncertainty in, in what's going to happen, I feel you know, a little bit of anxiety because of the uncertainty, but for the most part, I'm like, okay, all right. You know, stuff happens. Maybe this is just, you know, maybe this is the universe telling me I need to make a change, you know, something like that. And, right, I'm, right. and I'm keeping an open mind to it. So the stress isn't as bad. And it's, uh, I mean, it, it really, it's, it's an, it's an amazing shift to where I, I know a short period of time ago, it would have been completely different. And I can even, you know, I've gotten feedback from people who are like, you know, you, you know, you seem different in your videos and stuff. I mean, cause, and it's, mm. and it's one of those things that it just keeps growing. Right. I mean, it's like, you can feel good today. And then six months later, you go like, Oh wow, I'm even better. I mean, it's, it's right? one of those things that it just, keep, I'm, you agree with, I mean, I'm sure you felt the same way, right? Completely. Yeah. I even look at my own YouTube videos and I look at the older ones versus now it's like, wow. Yeah. I've changed. Yeah. <laughs> It's still helpful information, but I can just see it in myself. Yeah, it's fascinating. And I think that the, the good part about this for, for the po- folks watching and or listening is you can be in a mode. I mean, both of us were at the beginning stages of this were in modes where it was catastrophic, emotionally mm-hmm. devastating. I mean, and probably both of us were just shell-shocked thinking, what's, what's the future going to be, you know? And Oh, Yeah. And now look at us, right? I mean, you have clients that are, that are, you know, you're seeing that with, I've have, I have subscribers that I've seen it with, but I mean, it's like where you are today is not indicative or not a, a, where you're going to be, you know, a, a year from now, six months yes. from now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Cause yeah, we've been through all stages and yeah. we definitely, I mean, 
and I talk about it in um, safest place possible. I think that's where I think people will feel comforted by that too, because I talk very openly about where I was at, you know, during those really rough times and my thoughts and what I did with my life. And, and so, yeah. And, and to be here now, like Dwayne is saying, to give you hope, you won't always be in this place, you know, you will, it's amazing how your life, if you do the work, you know, on yourself and if you really, I tell clients, like, I know you're going to be okay because you want to heal. You know, for yeah. a lot of people, this is something they choose to kind of swim in the cesspool for a long time. Yeah. And that's just going to keep you miserable. It's going to keep your health not good, you know. Um, so if you're someone who wants to heal, who really wants to learn from this, to get strong, to love yourself, to, to do the work to get there, your life is going to radically change. And, and that's when it will become your hero's journey. And then one thing I just want to dovetail with that is you can, and most people do for a while, you know, crawl into that cesspool, like you said, and stay in that anger, bitter validation mode. And it's a, but it's a choice, right? I mean, you can, people can choose to stay there forever. I hope to God they don't because that's sad, Mm -hmm. but you know, you're going to go through that phase but it's our choice to say, okay, enough is enough. I don't want to live this way anymore. Like you said, I want to heal. I want, I want a different life. I don't want to be attached to this anymore. And, mm-hmm. and it feels like it's not possible. Like, or even whenever you get to that realization, maybe you went through the same thing as I know I did where you're like, I can't do this anymore, but you don't know how to see the problem is back for me. There wasn't a clear path on how to get out of it right? I didn't have your healing and clarity, uh, you know, after narcissistic abuse course uh-huh. and your book wasn't available. Uh, and maybe there were some other ones out there, but I couldn't find them. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just sitting like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want out. I want to do something. Mm-hmm. To, I don't want to feel this way, but I couldn't figure out how to get there. I mean, I was using therapy. I mean, I was, even when I was going to therapy, I was asking my therapist, I was like, give me homework, you know, tell me books to read, tell me, right, things, you know, right. one week, you know, yeah. twice a week or once every other week, I mean, isn't enough. And, Uh um, but I mean, even with that, even with me wanting to get out of it, it was really tough. Um, I think that with stuff like what you're putting, what you put out is, is tremendous because it it helps. It gives you that foundation to like, okay, follow this path, you know, follow, Uh follow the guy, Debbie, and she will get you to the other side. Right. I mean, yeah, Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Was your journey the same? Was it similar for you? Oh yeah. I mean, I wrote the book because I couldn't find the book I needed, (laughs) you know, when, I mean, my journey was like someone had mentioned in my life, this person sounds like a narcissist. And I was like, what? That's the last thing I would ever call this person. He's the nicest person. Everybody loves him, you know? And she's like, yeah, that's what they're like. I was like, what? Wait, what? So what do you mean? That's what they're like. Cause when we think narcissist, we think of these. Oh, you're so great. I am like a god among mortals, right? That type exactly. of thing. Yeah. Exactly. And that wasn't the person I was with. And um, so I did a lot of study on narcissism. And most things out there at that time was the grandiose picture. Right. And it was like, well, that's not him. But there were some elements where it's like, okay, well, I do, I do feel rage from him. Okay, that's yeah. true. I feel this underlying rage. Okay, I do see this. I do see that. 
So I, like you, I went to therapists and coaches and read and, and just trying to like dig the, like uh, get gathering pieces to this really incredibly confusing puzzle, you know, at the same time, feeling like maybe, maybe this really is me. Maybe I'm just over dramatizing this. Maybe I'm just trying to find fault, you know, and maybe there's really are lots of things wrong with me, you know? Yeah. Which we all do. Yeah. We all do that. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, one woman who was a coach um, told me, yours sounds like a covert passive aggressive narcissist and they're the most difficult to recognize and diagnose. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, those are the words. I was like, please tell me more. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was, you know, so that was the beginning of the, I had the words, yeah. you know? So then it still was really difficult to find information. Oh, and that's yeah. why after years of my own, you know, healing journey, I had, there were different things that led up to this idea for the book, but I felt very fierce. I thought, okay, I'm going to write this book and I'm going to make it incredibly helpful. I'm going to make it the book that I needed that would have helped so much if it had been around. So that's why I wrote it. No, I hear you. And I think, I mean, I remember um, when my, when I was talking about my therapist mentioning that, um, initially my initial response when she said, uh, you know, it sounds like your ex might might have, you know, undiagnosed MPD. And I, and I, and I remember initially when she said that, I'm like, I'm like, whatever. Okay. All right. What is it? Let me write it down. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Another, you know, you know, diagnosis. And I went home and I Googled uh, narcissistic personality disorder and, mm-hmm. and she's not the, the in your face grandioso type. It's more, more covert. But I mean, once I started looking at the information, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And then I right? searched on, you know, divorcing a, a narcissist and it's like, oh, it'll be, you know, co-parenting. No, you know, I mean, it's just the laundry list of how they're going to respond. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I mean like, yes, 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 yes. And I, and I think one of the things I wanted to, to hit, I don't know how you feel about this, but I think people, two things, I think one narcissism is now so overused that it's, it's lost. It's, uh, I don't think when you, when you throw it out, it's used so much. I don't think people really understand what we're saying is one, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, so yeah. And then the the second part about this is I think that we get so trapped or so caught into what am I dealing with? What is the person, Mm -hmm. you know, okay, I look at NPD and it's like, you were talking about, it's like, well, they don't really fit these marks, you know, so BPD, well, they don't fit these marks. And Mm -hmm. and, in my opinion, and I'd love to hear your view on this is it, it doesn't matter if you're dealing with a toxic person, they don't have to be, you know, diagnosable with it. It's like, they're toxic. You know, if they're mm-hmm. not good for you, they're not good for you. And you're not going to be able to change them. I, but we get, I see people get so wrapped up and I get comments constantly on YouTube videos where it's like, you know, you know, my ex-wife does this or my girlfriend or my hus- ex-husband does this. Is he a narcissist? And it's like, you know, I mean, does it really, I mean, does it really matter if you're, if you've gotten to the point that you're on a YouTube channel searching for answers, something is wrong in that relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. I think in it, I think it matters at the beginning, I would Absolutely. say, Absolutely. you know, I, um, I, I'm not a fan of labels in general, but in this case, because it's so confusing, it was so helpful to have 
the label and then everything lined up, you know, it was like, oh, okay. And I really, I think it's helpful at the beginning because it helps validate what you've been feeling the whole time, you know, and it helps, yeah, helps things put into place. But I agree with what you're saying that at some point, because then since, since that relationship, I've had a couple others where it's like, wait, what's the, okay. It's, I don't think it's narcissism. Maybe, you know, borderline, maybe that, I don't know, you know, but, um, but I've now, like you're saying, come to a place. It's like, okay, in many ways, I don't need to know. All I need to know is this completely drained me. Yeah. And that alone is something to go. All right. I've got to take care of myself here. Yeah, let me clarify. I'm not saying that that's not important, and you're absolutely right. I'm glad you said that because somebody could take mm-hmm. it out of context. What I what I meant, but yeah, in the beginning, you absolutely have to lock in what it is because your mind's not going to process it correctly without it. You know, that's mm-hmm. what, and and I think what's really awesome is like with your book is you you can you can read that and quickly discern what you're dealing with, you know, and then move on. Right? I mean, that and that's the key is you, you figure it out. You don't dwell on it, and then you figure out how to fix yourself. You figure out how to make Mm -hmm. your life better because it's two-part, right? I mean, it's like the validation part is important, and that kind of gives you that foundation to say, okay, I realize there's been these influences in my life that have been negative. And then once you have that figured out, then you can start making that pivot to working on yourself and working on your self-love and all that stuff. And and it's just it's like a rocket. I mean, once you start working on that, it's just like you know things just start going mm-hmm. better. Maybe not mm-hmm. completely straight up. There might be a little dips and pivots every once in a while. But but I've I've it seems like once you hit that, it's like you know you start picking up momentum and things start going and improving faster. Yeah. And I'm grateful for the information out there because I was talking to someone earlier about this. Um, We were taught what evil looks like. We weren't taught about this form of evil. Yeah. You know, and so we didn't have a heads up, (laughs) you know, And, and so I think it's really important that people, and I'm really glad my book's out there and other books are out there that are explaining this is what this form of evil looks like. Yeah, It doesn't look like a serial killer. It doesn't look like someone yelling and screaming at you or hitting at you, you know, which those are all horrific too, but we need to know it's helpful to know the different forms. Oh, absolutely. And, mm-hmm. and, and this stuff is, I, I, I know it's a simple, I know it's kind of a, a you know, a simplified term, but I, it's evil. It is evil. I mean, it's it based really is. in negative, mm-hmm. nasty behavior and, and consuming as much positive energy or whatever from another person. It is just nasty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely. Anyways, I really appreciate you coming and uh, hanging out with us. Is there anything else you want to hit before we wrap this up? I think that's good. It was, yeah, it was a great conversation. I know it's going to be really helpful for people. And I'm so grateful to you once again, Dwayne, because at the beginning, when I was searching there, you know, not all YouTube channels and videos are helpful. And some made it even more confusing to me. But there were a few that I felt like these are genuine people that I can really learn from and yours was one and i even put you in my book because of that (laughs) i appreciate that 
Yeah, because you can feel it. And I'm sure your your listeners and, and viewers pick that up. You can feel that you're a genuine person. And Dwayne is, you know, we have conversations before and after these talks too. And he's the exact same as you see him on his videos. So it's, um, yeah, I so appreciate everything that you do. Awesome. Thank you on that. Well, I'll put links to everything in the show notes and in the uh, video description. So guys, please go check out Debbie's stuff. It's a, a tremendous resource. She also has a YouTube channel. So uh, subscribe to, to her to get her updates and everything. And uh, thanks again, Debbie. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, Dwayne. I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Debbie Mirza. Make sure you head over to dadsurvivingdivorce.com slash podcast slash 021 for the show notes. Today's show was brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash DSD and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs, download a tile free, and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com slash DSD to get started today. Why Audible? Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. I personally like being able to listen to audiobooks while I'm on the road. It's a great way to make use of time that otherwise would be wasted. The trial membership would be a wonderful way to check out Debbie Merge's new audio version of her covert passive-aggressive narcissist book. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com DSD. Again, that's audibletrial.com DSD for your free audiobook.